here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.5 FM in Tabazimbi. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. We continue the show and we're now joined by Lionel Makokotlela, who's the founder of Financial Wise Corner. And you sent in some of your questions pertaining to the Road Accident Fund uh, and various issues pertaining to that. And, uh, and Lionel is with us uh, in studio today to address some of these. Lionel, uh, good afternoon. Thank you so much for coming through. Uh, good morning. How are you? Oh, yes. It's still morning. <laughs> My goodness. It's still morning. <laughs> good morning. I'm well, man. I'm well. How are you doing? I'm very well. Thank you. And uh, morning to the listeners. Yeah. The Road Accident Fund, obviously, w- one convoluted administratively tedious organization yes. to deal with um but there surely are a lot of issues there uh, you've received some of those questions is there a pattern to the types of questions are, are they common issue questions or are they all vastly different they were very much at uh, um similar uh, questions uh, yeah. in a way pertaining to uh, the road accident fund but the issues that actually affect the road accident fund um it's somehow going to really affect in the listeners or the general public uh, per se because a large number of the employees are actually going to be retrenched as a result that would actually going to, uh, it's going to create a backlog oh wait the road accident fund is retrenching employees yes um they actually had issued a notice um about la- a month or so ago oh wow and also the um the equipment were actually um confiscated by the sheriff so they couldn't actually do any more of their administration processes is the road accident fund insolvent I'm not quite sure, but it appears as if it is. But um, that on its own, the mere fact that they don't have equipment, it's going to actually affect their administration process on a day-to-day basis. So what then happens is going to affect then the general public per se, uh, in terms of Jeez, actually them getting the services that they actually ought to be getting. Yeah. So those are just some of the issues that have actually been um uh, raised uh, pertaining to them but we actually did touch base on that so today um, a show was actually going to be continuing about the municipality uh, where people wanted to understand how do, how can they actually uh, get um, remuneration from the municipality in the event that uh, maybe they hit a pothole yes and yes. they want to now claim back the money uh, for, for for the um, for the damages on their cars and things like that I had two tires written off and some damage to my car due to potholes and did you actually try to no, no I didn't uh, <laughs> I just I just thought oh man I have to deal with all of that admin it will probably take forever I probably won't get the money um, so I just sort of kept it moving uh, Many people are just like you, but I think it's very important that people actually take the the liberty of actually doing this for themselves and just try to really fight for them uh, for what is rightfully theirs. Yeah. So what normally happens is that the municipality uh, has to manage uh, the administration, the budgeting, and the, as well as the planning processes of that specific community. Yeah. So in this regard, uh, what normally happens is that people have got issues, challenges with regard to uh, water leakages, uh, rubbish not being collected, and in some cases, the um, the bills have been uh, incorrectly uh, built to them so people don't necessarily um, go to the right channels then which is then going to that specific division let's say it's waste management yeah. that would do with the rubbish if it's le- uh, electricity that would do with the billing if it's water that would do with the water department so you need to go to that specific department try to follow up at least three times 
Yeah. To that, uh, and make sh- make it a point that you get like the name of the person that you have been contacting or talking to, get the reference number as well as the date and the time of uh, as to when you actually did that. Failure to get any feedback or favorable feedback in so far as the issue that is uh, uh, is concerned, you can actually go to the municipality manager's office before you can actually take the matter outside. Yeah. Let's say to the um, to the uh, public cons- uh, public. Uh, uh, protector and so forth so you you need to do exactly that and then after uh, try to uh, if you don't get any feedback you can now go to the ombuds or public protector or consumer ombuds or the national credit uh, uh, tribunal but that would be based on then the issue that you need to be uh, to to be um, to be bringing to the table of knowledge yeah. yeah so let's speak about just generally how does the process work so i hit a pothole what's the first thing i do uh the first thing you do is uh to actually get um you need to submit your your id uh copy Where? To, the, to the municipality okay uh in this case uh let's say we i've got uh, contact details for the city of Joburg. i've got contact for the city of cape town i've got contact for a uh, teguin municipality as well as city of Tuane. yeah so those are the municipalities that i'm actually going to be uh, referring to in, in in this um in in this talk but um just so that people actually have a background of what actually they need to have in their position you need to actually have a, a, a certified id copy you need to actually submit an affidavit uh, indicating or describing the incident that actually happened affidavit com- uh, commissioned by the police confirming non-insurance in the event that you do not have insurance when you so if i'm insured they don't this doesn't apply to me uh, if you are insured, I think it can still apply to you, provided okay. uh, you don't go the uh, insurance route. Okay. Yes. And uh, you need to actually get like three codes in terms of um, um, the damage, um, just like the normal practice. You get three codes, and then they'll probably go with the uh, cheapest one and get invoices um, uh, for basically re- uh, replacing the tire in this regard uh, yeah. be it a dent or if then you flipped your car and things like that you would actually need to have a quote for that and damage report uh, from the supplier or the repairer confirming the items which are damaged then photos of the damage photos of the portal and the location on the road so this uh, when you actually take the photo please make sure that it's uh, not black and white it must be color photo mm. And then you also need to have a copy of your uh, motor vehicle uh, license certificate, a copy of your vehicle registration certificate, copy of the purchase invoice of the original damaged tire or to verify the age of the damaged tire. So this is where they actually try to uh, do a mitigating factor to say either your tire best as a result of it being old or it might have been new or they will just actually try to have like a I mean, if I had a tire change two years ago, and I don't have the receipt for the tire change, I'm automatically disqualified. I don't think you'd be automatically disqualified. It's in most cases, it all depends on how strong you're willing to fight for your uh, for your for your rights. Yeah, yeah. In most cases, if then they can discourage you and you uh, you heal to the call, then that's your own loss. But in yeah. most cases, I, I still want to say to the listeners, you need to make it a point that you stand your ground, fight for it, and make it a point that you make as much noise as possible. Yeah. yeah. Yes. So what does that mean? Just calling them incessantly, nonstop. Not, <laughs> I don't think that works because most of the time they never actually answer the. Uh, so if the I go line. to the municipal office and say to the that, municipal manager, "I'm not leaving till you process my claim," 
that that can work, but provided you also have like a portfolio of evidence. The reason why we actually keep uh, saying to our listeners, you need to actually keep a portfolio of evidence to simply say, this is the person that I spoke to. This is what they told me. This is the reference number they actually gave me. So those yeah. are some of the things that you actually need to keep into account. Yeah. So uh, City of Joburg, um, this is the uh, contact uh, number, but uh, just so that uh, people uh, are aware, SAFM Twitter account will actually have this contact details just so that at least uh, those who do not have a pen uh, don't necessarily have to stress about it at the moment. Yeah. So City of Joburg, you can actually send your claims uh, to claims at jra.org.za or you can contact the 011 number 491. Is there, sorry, is there like a, sorry for interrupting, is yes. there a central database where I can go and look at all of these contact details and perhaps come back to you certainly can go onto their website. Okay. Yes. Let's take a quick break. On the other side, we'll take a look at those contact details. Give us a call. The number is 086-000-2032. We're talking about how you can claim from your local municipality should you experience motor vehicle damage as a result of their, and I'll say it, negligence, potholes, uh, poorly kept roads, those sort of things. If you experienced motor vehicle damage as a result of that, uh, definitely do give us a call if you have some questions around the process uh, and that sort of thing. 086-000-2032. Lana, let me ask this. How much money typically would uh, are, are these payouts? Is there like a standard average? Do they have a cap? Do they have a limit uh, in terms of how much they would contribute towards your damage? They would actually look at the invoices that you submit. So they would actually go with the lowest one. So in most cases, it's simply uh, what then uh, you are being charged. So in some cases, uh, some people would say, can I actually sue them for the inconvenience and this and that? Unfortunately, in most cases, you are unable to do that. Yeah. So it's just only going to be for the item that is actually in question. What's the turnaround time in, uh, of, of these sorts of things? It actually depends uh, based on the damage and also on the value of the, uh, of the claim. Yeah. So in some cases, uh, if they need to actually investigate further, they might actually take, it might actually take longer. Investigate but, further, what does that mean? Uh, in some cases, you'd find that people are saying that uh, as a result, uh, the pothole damaged something else on, on the car. Yeah. And uh, you actually want to also claim for that. So they might simply say, but wait a minute, wasn't that damage pre before then the incident actually happened? Mm. So if that's the, going to be the case of uh, back and forth, uh, arguments between the, the claimant as well as the municipality, it's going to take some time mm. uh, in terms mm. of actually coming to a common ground. Mm. And um, sorry, just to add to another thing, it's not only motorists that can actually claim. You can, even pedestrians can actually claim. Oh, wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, for example, if then there is a manhole that hasn't been covered and you fall into it and you break your leg or something like that, oh. you can actually claim from the municipality because that's uh, the part and parcel of them is to make sure that they actually can sub, uh, protect uh, the public. Oh, yes. my goodness. So, so they'll you cover like your medical fees. Medical expense, uh, expenses and things like that. Yeah, those sound more expensive than potholes. No, they do, uh, but um, at the end of the day, unfortunately, when I, I just hope that one doesn't find themselves in that position because you never know what actually might, the damage might be. So how do I know, for instance, with manholes, it's, it's quite an interesting one, right? What if I fall into um, a manhole that is a water, pathway to a water treatment plant? Then I understand the municipality's response. But what if it's like a telecom manhole? Um, but uh, is it in the district... Uh, uh, district um, Restriction, uh, jurisdiction of the municipality. So let's say it's in my municipality. I walk down the street. I fall into what is a fiber line manhole 
telcom was working there they didn't close it properly yes and therefore i fell in do what what happens and i'm speaking hypothetically i'm not saying telcom did that <laughs> but i'm speaking hypothetically because i know some of these manholes yes are, are for those purposes it would actually depend because that's where then the investigation would need to uh, take into account to say who actually did the uh, who actually did then the negligence whether the, the employee of in this case as an example the telecom employee or would it be then the municipality employee yeah so uh, yeah um Paying for convenience is, <laughs> is, is how the middle class gets by. If, if, if my car experiences damage from a pothole, can I assign this service to a third party to do this on my behalf? Or is it something I have to do myself? You can. I mean, if you've got the money, why not uh, hire a lawyer? Because that's what they, they're there for. So at the end of the day, you can actually employ a, a lawyer to actually do uh, to to do the, 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 the litigation or the claim uh, yeah. for you. But I mean, if it's like a 20,000 or maybe even a 5,000 rand claim, it seems a little bit extra to go the lawyer route. It's not that but much money. Then don't do it because you're middle class. You've got the money. <laughs> 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 or else just go do it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of the day, you just need to weigh your time in terms of how long it's going to yes, take yes. and how much your time is worth. So if you then say, mm, I don't think it's really uh, worthwhile for me to actually go after this, then don't do it. Yes, but yes. But in yes. most cases, most people actually want to claim. And So so do can I claim after the fact as well? So let's say I damaged my car, but I really need it, so I can't wait. And I get it fixed immediately. Yes. Can I can. take that receipt to yes, and say, can. look, I I, I hit a pothole. I've already paid for it to be fixed. Here's the invoice. Please pay. You can. You can do that. Oh, okay. It's very simple. You can actually do that. So without having to get three quotes or do I have to prove that I did get you three need quotes? To, you need to get the quotes, unfortunately. And then I must go for the lowest one. Oh, or they'll pay me they will probably what the lowest one. Exactly. And I'll have to cover the, the, yes, the, the shortfall. The difference. Yeah. Okay. Um, l let's go to those contact details. Okay. Um, for uh, those who think I, I, I can claim from my municipality I hit a pothole or okay. I fell into a manhole. City of Joburg, it's going to be claims at jra.org.za or contact 011-491-5734 or 011-298-5168. Then uh, City of Joburg, I mean City of Cape Town, uh, it's going to be... Um, Info at capetown.gov.za or you can contact a zero a zero eight hundred six five six four six three at Teguini Municipality claims at durban.gov.za. Those are actually the contact details, but uh, they will be available on uh, SAFM Twitter uh, page account uh, yeah. just after this interview. Yeah, we certainly will tweet those things out right now, um, and you certainly will be able to f find it over there. I also posted on my Facebook page, which is Oliver Dixon, and you can find it over there. Lionel, thank you so much for your time today. Really, really do appreciate it. Thank you very much for your time, sir.